Good Friday evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Out of Bounds. I'm here, TG, with my man, Junie. Yes, sir. TGIF, everybody. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, it's been a eventful, eventful, eventful week, especially on the local sports scene with the Washington Wizards uh, for a change in free agency. Um, let's start there. Junie, what do you what you think about the Wizards and this uh Dwight Howard signing? You know, I like the sound of the Dwight Howard. Uh it's it's a it's a big presence in the inside, you know. Um maybe he can give us something that Gortat wasn't giving us. I like Gortat, but what what was it, four years, five years? After those amount of years, it just seemed like he couldn't get it done. So I think this is the Wizards year. We gotta get it done. You know, on the boards, they get some inside points. I like the Wizards' picks. Hmm. Did, what about the, uh, the Jeff Green signing? Also, that's who they who they picked up. Who you know? Jeff and me Green. personally, I love that signing. Welcome back to DC, baby. Yes, I think Jeff Green went out there, got some experience. He gonna bring it home to the young guys. He gonna add some veteran leadership. So yes, I, I like Jeff Green. Add the adding of Jeff Green. And he played with the King. Yeah, that is true. And the trade for Austin Rivers, which got uh, Gortat out of here, I think that was a smart move by Ernie because if you notice, and maybe I'm the only one that noticed it, but when Nene was here, Gortat played a totally different style of ball. He, he, he played like a man possessed, and he just was active on the boards and – Everything, but then when Nene left, it seemed like Gortat left too. I never thought about it that way, but I can agree. And you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't like the Austin Rivers trade at first. I didn't like the Austin Rivers trade at first, but now I, you know, I think he can add some depth coming off the bench. See, I, I had to think deep into this. Austin Rivers has played with some good teammates. He's been coached well by his father, Doc, Doc Rivers. So, yes, I do like the Austin Rivers trade now. Uh, coming off the bench, he will add some fire. He will add some heat coming off the bench. And that's what we need when we sit the starters down. We need some heat off the bench. Kind of old school like uh, Vinny Johnson, the microwave, coming in and, and torture real quick for a quick 25. And guess what? I couldn't stand the microwave. I couldn't stand Vinny Johnson. You know why? Because he was hot. <laughs> and, and, and look, I'm serious. Look, when he shot, I knew it was going. I'm like, somebody get him, get him, get him. Because I was a big Michael Jordan fan, big Chicago Bulls fan. But Vinny, the microwave Johnson, woo-wee. Mm. Yes, sir. See, man, I, that, that's going to delve into a whole nother conversation because it's because of those Pistons, those bad boy Pistons that ruled the East really and truly from 88 to 90 for three years. They ruled the East. It's because of my hatred for them because I, that's the reason why I became a Chicago Bull fan. <laughs> I, I hate I hated Isaiah Thomas. I hated Dennis Rodman. Even Joe Dumas, and Joe Dumas remind me a lot of one of my uncles. He was quiet, but he was effective. And But now, as, as older, I appreciate 
what they did and how they played, and I love their style. But as a kid, could not stand them. You know what, KG? You sound like me. You sound like me when you said you didn't like them. Good. You didn't like them because they were sorry. No. You didn't like them because they were good. Right. <laughs> uh, and breaking news. Oh, God. My Chicago Bulls. It was an um, a offer sheet for Zach Levine. Uh, four years, $80 million from the Kings. The Bulls had two days to match it. Uh, Golf Foreman and John Paxson decided to match it for $78 million. So Zach Levine will remain a bull. Why? I do not know. Why? This is what I don't understand about GMs. You have players like a Zach Levine, an Aaron Gordon. They're, what, what have you done? And Zach Levine's coming off of uh, – he played half a year last year off of uh, ACL surgery. Yes, you can dunk. Yeah, you can you can dunk with the best of them. You're one you're gonna go down as one of the best dunkers ever. But what have you done to deserve seventy eight million dollars? And if I'm not mistaken, it's four years. Seventy eight million dollars. And I, I read something before the start of free agency that he can command up to one hundred forty nine million dollars. I said, from who? Uh, you talking about Zach Levine? Zach Levine, former dunk champion, Zach Levine. I'm just, oh my goodness. I, I, I don't even know where to start. I, I thought it was it was rough being a Wizard fan. <laughs> it's rough being a daggone Bulls fan right now. We just, I, we got a lot of players that we're overpaying for. And that's one thing I can say the Wizards aren't doing anymore. They're not overpaying for anybody. I agree. Now, Zach Levine... Last year, he only played 24 games last year. The year before that, he only played 47. Uh, he had a full season in 2015. Now, this is his stat line from 2015, which was his second year in the league. 28 minutes per game, 14 points, even. Uh, 45% from the field, 38% from behind the arc. 2.8 rebounds, uh, three assists. 0.8 steals and 0.2 blocks. His last season in Minnesota, he was up in minutes, 37 minutes, 18 points, almost 19, 18.9, 45%. He's consistent from the field, 45% from the field, 38 from three-point range. That's consistent. Three rebounds, three assists, 0.9 steals. I, In no way, shape, or form do I see Seventy-eight million dollars. Yeah, man, I'm in the wrong field. And I, I'm 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 trying to think of a two guard I can compare him to, and I, I don't even have one. I, you know what? Let's compare him to Bradley Bill. And Bradley Bill, I believe, kind of sort of earned his money. But let, let let's compare him to Bradley Bill here. Now Bradley Bill, he been in the league since 2012. Let's go back to 2015. Nope. Yeah, let's go back to 2015. Bradley Bill only played 55 games. But he still averaged 17 points while playing 31 minutes. 44% from the from the field, 38 from behind the arc. 3.4 rebounds, almost three assists a game. Now his last two seasons, 16 and 17, Bradley Bill had 
averaged 23 and 23, uh, 23 and 22 points the last two seasons. His field goal percentage went up. His three-point percentage went up. His rebounds went up last season. His assists went up. That's a two-guard to me. Now, I could see paying Bradley Bill $78 million over four years. I wouldn't give him the contract the Wizards gave him, but oh, my God. I'm not even, yeah, I'm, man, that is a lot of money. The more you, the more and more you talk about, it, the more and more think about it. Oh my God! And we talking about Zach Levine. Zach Levine. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find out has Zach Levine won any uh, Player of the Week awards? Um, player of the Month. I mean, give me something. What? Give me something that justifies seventy-four million dollars. That's that. That's it, and that's all. If if anybody can give me anything that justifies him getting seventy four, I'm sorry, seventy eight million dollars. You ju- you find a way to justify that. OOB Show Podcast at gmail.com. Please email me, show me, and bring concrete proof. Mm. Uh, let's jump back on the Wizards real quick. I got a question for you, Junior. Who? Now we know for for sure. That Bradley Bill, John Wall, that's your starting backcourt immediately. Who's your starting front court if you're the Wizards? Well, oh my God. Let, let me ask you this. Jeff Green is a what? Uh, two, three. He could play the two, he could play the three. You know, now now you asked me a question, but I got some questions unanswered also because Otto Porter, he's what, two or three? Two or three? He's a three. And that's um, one thing the Wizards in this roster is very, very guard and forward heavy. And I don't mean uh, 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 power forward heavy. I mean, like, small forward heavy and, and you know, two guard heavy. Yeah. One of these, one of these, one of these are. Uh... Guys, we might have to go to the two. Cause I mean, cause even the guy that just just drafted, what is he a three? He uh, what is uh, what's his name? Um, um, geez, I can't remember the guy's name. Brown. Yeah, Troy Brown. Troy Brown's really a three. He's six seven, two fifteen. He's a three, but he's one of those. He can play now. He can move to the two because he can handle the ball, and that that's what they said about him. They say he's big. But he can really handle the ball. So he might be almost like a, you know how they used to call Ron Harper the poor man's Jordan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He may be the poor man's uh, Kevin Durant. And just maybe just a little bit short. Well, I mean, they got Kevin Durant listed at 6'9". We all know Kevin Durant's seven foot. But he may be your poor man's uh, Kevin Durant. And Jeff Green is 6'9". I did not know he was six nine. I thought Jeff Green was six seven. Huh? Jeff Green six nine. So, so he could play the two. I've he's played the two, and he could dominate the two if if in the right situation. But he could play the three and possibly the four. So, geez, but do you start Jeff Green? Is the question? Now that's a good question because at first I was thinking yeah, but then again it, it depends on which what position. Right, because uh, now I'm looking at this. You already know Dwight Howard, and we know Dwight Howard's 
starting at, at, at center. Okay, at the five, yeah, he, he starts. So we just need to figure out who the forwards would be. And I, in my opinion, bring Troy Brown along slow. Markeith Morris, you go sit on the bench. Otto Porter possibly could be the three. Possibly. But if Otto Porter doesn't produce, you, me personally, I'm, I'm going to uh, Sadoransky at the three. But uh, you, you could get away with Jeff Green at the power four. You really could. And then first, first man off the bench would have to be Austin Rivers. That would have to be your sixth man. But Austin Rivers, you know, six-man role, you play start a minute. So I think I, that's my opinion. What you think? Now, you know they listed him as a uh, point guard, Austin oh, Rivers. Yeah. And he, he, I think he would be a great backup to John Wall because, like you, like you say, he was groomed by his dad, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers was a true point guard when he played. Yes, sir. And distribute. Look at the players that Doc has coached. Look at the players that Doc has 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 played with. I mean, geez. He played with the human highlight reel. So I, that could be I, really I, Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, John Wall, starting point. Bradley Beal, starting shooting guard. Ah, let's go with. Otto Porter starting small forward, Mike Scott power forward, and then Dwight Howard at the center. Hold on, hold on. Is it was it Mike Scott today? Lost? I think they lost Mike Scott. I think Mike Scott. They lost Mike Scott to the Clippers. I think it was. Let me make sure I'm right. I might be wrong because I get a lot of these players mixed up. Oh, uh, where is he at? Mike Scott. Where your transactions at there, buddy? Uh, traded. No, oh, hold on. Where we at? No, they still got Mike. Who was that that they lost to the Clippers? I can't remember. I'm looking at the uh the roster as, as we speak, and he's on my roster, so I was gonna say my roster must not have been updated if you said he got rid of him. But yeah, he's on my roster. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember who. I, I'm 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 at a loss. I, forgive me. I'm at a blank. So take your time. Take your time. Oh man. But I I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem myself. He's still they still got him with the Wizards. They still got him with the Wizards. Who was that? Yeah. Now, isn't the Morris twin? Is he a power forward? You said who? The Morris twin. Marquise. Uh he uh, <laughs> he's supposed to be, but as you can see last year, he plays so soft. So soft. So he's a soft power. That's why I said I will put Mike Scott. I will stop Mike Scott at the power. Stop oh. Mike Scott at the power. And that's my team. Hey, and you know what? Anything over Marquise Morris, <clears throat> I, I I believe. Would be pretty good, but you know what? If if Ernie Grunfeld was listening to me, he'd think I was crazy. You know why? Because they love, they absolutely love Marquise Morris. They love Morris. 
Yeah, they do. And I'm I'm like, why? That that's that's my whole thing. I'm like, why? He's his brother's so much better. He is. He looked good for Boston, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're right. But you gotta think about this. Markeith Morris, when he was in uh Phoenix, he was an animal. And I'm like, where did this come? Where, where did this go? I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm at a loss. I am at a loss. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. 100 percent. And then and you know what? I'm, but, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm old school. Me personally, I like to see a big man go down low. Forget <laughs> them jumpers, them three pointers. Take that big body down low. Right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> now that 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 back to that and in this era right now, there is no such thing as a center. That's why everybody say, who's the best center? Boogie Cousins is the best center in, in the league. I said, no. You can't really call Boogie a center. I call him a big man. And that's what you gotta you gotta label him, Anthony Davis, Lamarcus Aldrich, uh, even Powell Gasol. You gotta you gotta call these guys big men. Because they're just big men. That's all. They're not centers. They're not forwards. Uh, Andre Drummond's another one. He's a big man. The era of centers is gone. You don't have anybody that you come and you play inside out like your Patrick Ewans, your Hakeem Olajuwans. You know, players like that, you don't have those anymore. You're Shaqs. You're right. Exactly. Somebody that wears you down. And remember... We grew up in an era where the center sometimes was the best player on the team. Yes, sir. And, you know, the 90s, we had you had dominant centers. You had David Robinson, Patrick Ewan, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. You had these great centers. And now you got guys like Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid. Now, don't get me wrong. AD and the process will take you down on the block and destroy you. But they've added something different to it because they can shoot threes. And That's right. They can shoot threes consistently. Not minute bowl, you know, I'm going to hit six threes in one game type thing. No. They're going to hit threes consistently, and it is beautiful. I mean, I love seeing it, but when the game is is needs to be put away, I want to see you go on that block and go to work. And you know what? Sitting here thinking, we talking about Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid. Uh, you know who I love to see them go against in their prime? Who's that? Alonzo Mourning. Man, that's my man there, man. Now, you know, Zoe was only 6'10". And most of the centers of our era was seven feet and better. Right. And Zoe would go to work with anybody. All the time. I mean, I remember uh, he had a pair of uh, Nikes. And they said they were made to look like work boots because Zoe goes to work in the paint. And I said that that's the true definition of Alonzo Mourning. He goes to work in the paint. But we don't have that anymore. Like, that, that the era of a seven-footer playing back to the basket, it's over. It's done. I don't think it'll ever come back. Everybody's more in a finesse game now. Hey, you know what? I'm listening to you speak, and you are exactly right. He used to love going up against Shaq and them big Simmons back in the days. Alonzo never backed down from nobody. 
<sighs> we, 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 you know what? We're going to have to do a show this summer where we just talk straight old school basketball all day long. <laughs> I think, you, I, I think to be honest, I think that's going to last. That, that'll last about two hours. That'll be about a two-hour show right there. <laughs> Another report that came out today, and it, it kind of stung a little bit, but it happens. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Tony Parker signed a two-year deal with the Charlotte Hornets. TP, no longer in a Spurs uniform. What you think about that, Junie? Well, that's going to look funny, first of all, see him in a different uniform. But what it is, man, it's like, as we all know, he's getting older, and the youth, the youth are coming in, and they're getting more time. And Tony Parker wanted to show he still got it. So that's, to me, my opinion, what it's really all about. And he's going to get some time and shot it. And I don't, I want, I want to know what the Kimber Walker situation is looking like. But Tony Parker wants to play some ball. He don't want to sit on the bench. Now I'm gonna say something, and I heard it, but I don't know how true it is. And I'm trying to, I, I can't find the article where I read it at. But Kimber said he wanted, excuse me, out of Charlotte. I heard it. I saw it, but I was like, is there any truth to this, or is this just a rumor? So, I don't know, but if they planning on dealing Kimber, they're going to get a lot of good things back. Yeah, I agree. I tell you what, man, that that's really shocking to, to, to see Tony Parker leave the Spurs. It really is. It is. And you got, uh, I mean, this, this, uh, Whew. This uh, Hornets team is not a bad team. You got Nicholas Batum. They got Miles Bridges. Uh, you still got Michael Carter Williams down there. He's injured. He ended the season injured, but he'll be back. Uh, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. Uh, who else we got here? Frank Kaminsky. Remember him at Wisconsin? I remember he was a a big name out of Wisconsin. Yes, sir. I remember him. Um, you know, they just got Timothy Mosgoff, who has championship experience. Uh, Tony Parker, of course. Kemba Walker. They still have Marvin Williams. They got Cody Zeller. So that, they're trying to put something together. And it's like they always try to put something together but can't never get over the hump or be consistent with it. So I'd like to see – I would love to see what Charlotte does this year. And you're going in, and really and truly, everybody say how old Tony Parker is. Tony Parker's only 36. He just turned 36. Okay. And just to put this into perspective, why I say he's not that old, I'm only five months older than Tony Parker. Wow. So if I can do it, I know Tony can do it. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. Because I can't do it. I, I hurt like hell. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw you training. I'm trying. I'm trying to get it back. I'm trying. Another big report that came out today. Now, last week, Melo opted in with the, with OKC. It came out that Carmelo and the Thunder will part ways this summer. Do you think? Now, this is off the top of my head, and I'm shooting this straight at Junie without him even knowing that it's coming. Do you think that the, that the Spurs 
would trade Kawhi Leonard for Carmelo Anthony? No. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I'm just, I'm just being serious, though. But that came out today. Uh, where do you think Carmelo went, will wind up? Well, he got a couple of teams they're looking at. I actually saw him with a Houston Rockets uniform on, but I don't know, man. Carmelo, I just don't know. He's just not, to me, playing up to par. He don't seem like himself. Right. I don't, you know, I, it's like, I don't know. It's almost like he's out there for fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want the Carmelo uh, fans, you know, I don't want y'all to take this wrong. I love Carmelo. I think he's an awesome basketball player. He's a homeboy. He's a uh, he's a Maryland uh, resident uh, from the state of Maryland. But I just don't think he's giving it his all, KG. And you know what? I totally agree with you, Jody. It seems like he's distracted, or he's not. He's not playing up to the best of his ability. Put it that way. It seems like that's not the Carmelo we know. We're, we know the Carmelo that went toe-to-toe with Kobe when he was in Denver. Yes, sir. And I, when I say toe-to-toe, I mean he, him and the Black Mamba would go back and forth. Him and LeBron go back and forth. Remember at one point in time, we said it on the previous podcast, when you talked about LeBron, you talked about Melo. And, you know, it was guys that were on that same level. But it seemed like Melo has sunk down while – your LeBrons and your Dwayne Wade's and your Chris Pauls have all rose up. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but, dude, what, what what's going on? I mean, you, you're killing me. You're, you're killing your legacy. Hey, you know what? And I see it for myself. It's like he'll take a jumper. He'll take a three. And he don't, he don't run to the rim. And I, I don't know. It's like. The other team would get the ball, start running down, and he's just jogging down. He's walking. He don't hustle like he used to. He don't put 100% in it like he used to. And you are absolutely right. Now, we, we all talk about the 2003 NBA draft. That's one of the best drafts ever. Because out of your first five picks, four of them were – all-Stars and All-NBA. And that's LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. We already know. Only only one out of the top five that didn't really do much or anything, but he got a ring first out of the whole draft was Darko Milicic. So, but I, I don't know. Ever since LeBron, I'm sorry, Carmelo went to New York. He hasn't been. He was the same that first year. Then after that, he just took a nosedive. I don't know what's going on. I, I hope everything's fine, and I hope he. I wish him the best, but I need Mellow back. I need the the, the, the old Mellow back. Uh, another big story that came out of NBA free agency: Marcus Smart said he's hurt and disgusted that the Celtics have yet to contact contact him during his restricted free agency. If you, yeah, they have not contacted him at all. Now, if he leaves, the Celtics get some sort of compensation back. As a GM, if you were Danny Ainge first, let's put you in Danny Ainge's shoes. Are you re-signing Marcus Smart? 
Well, I'm going to tell you something about Marcus Smart. To be honest, I thought he was a true hustler. He got up and down that, that court, and he really, to me, he played his heart out. I agree with you, but I'm just like, you 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 were on the cusp this season with Kyrie going down and Gordon Hayward going down. You still made a run that nobody had you making. And Uh, you 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 made the run without your two stars, but you don't want to re-sign one of the guys that was a part of that and was a big part of it. Exactly. You know him and Jason Tatum, uh, Al Horford, Jalen Brown. These guys were getting it. Aaron Baines. These guys were getting it, and you 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 you're not gonna. Bring them back? I, I don't hey, know. Let me tell you something. They are, Boston Celtics were almost like the Detroit Pistons, the back-in-the-days Detroit Pistons. I, I say that because it got to a point this season, I was hating on the Boston Celtics. You know why? Because they were looking good. <laughs> the Boston Celtics were looking good. I didn't want to see them win. But like you said, Gordon Hayward went down, Kyrie went down, and them boys were ball. Hey. Them boys stuck together and they played some ball. And I was hating on them. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, I understand that. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Only reason why I if they would not get Marcus Smart back, because they trying to save some room and bring in another big name. See, Boston Celtics are trying to do what the same thing as the Golden State Warriors are doing. So if they don't Bring in Marcus Smart. You best believe a big name is coming to Boston. Hey, I'm wondering if Kyrie is going to be going to be the one that leaves Boston because uh, we had another report earlier this week that him and Jimmy Butler were talking about hooking up somewhere and playing together. Now you know, as a Bulls fan, I'm a big Jimmy Buckets fan. Wow. And them two in the backcourt. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty explosive. Uncle Drew and Jimmy G Buckets. So you don't think he's going to stay where he at? I, I don't think he'll force his way out. But do you think that Jimmy will force his way in? and force? Because Jimmy, they say Jimmy Butler is upset with Carl Anthony Towns. Why is that? I'm thinking is that I've heard his work ethic, his attitude, because KAT did not show up in the playoffs. I mean, okay, yes, it was his first time in the playoffs. He had that wow moment. Okay, right. But you still got to work hard, bro. You have to. So he's upset about that, and he's he, he said he now he didn't say he wanted to leave, but he talked to. They said to him and Kyrie were talking about hooking up somewhere. I don't know how they're going to go about that, but that would be a dangerous backcourt. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just said that. I just said See, now, I didn't know this part about Jimmy Butler, but I just said if they do not re-sign Marcus Smart, they're going to bring in a big name. Now, do you think Jimmy could be in Boston? Jimmy could be in Boston. I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to doubt it. Wow. 
Wow. That means they probably would get up, give up Rozier and everybody to, to make that trade. Man. And Delonte, I see you popped on. How you doing, brother? What's going on? What up? What what's up, up Hey, what's going on, Bernard? Not much, man. Welcome to the podcast tonight. Thank you, sir. We just we throwing in some just uh going through the big free agent things that are happening this week with uh the Wizards signing Dwight Howard and uh and we were talking about Michael Carter Williams earlier, uh Junie. He actually is supposed to sign with the Rockets. So but he, he's had trouble staying in one place, so I don't know how that's gonna work for him. But we've been talking about Melo and uh him wind up being parting ways with uh uh OKC. And I'm like, Dad, you just opted in last week, dude. I mean you getting ready to roll already. <laughs> he getting ready to get money. Yeah, he about to get paid. Um I don't see Melo going to LA. No, no. I don't think LA got enough money to be honest. No, they don't. And plus they uh their front court is is, is sold up for the most part. Yes, sir. LA, Lakers front court is sold up. The Rockets, uh oh. Cause they you know they uh Capella. That's, that's that, that is true. That. How come that's a name that hasn't been called? How come Clint Capella hasn't signed with anybody? I I think uh, he and his agent, they're looking for a certain amount. However, um, from my understanding, when, the, when, when him along with his representatives met with the Rockets, uh, it didn't go too well. I think Ooh. it was like a one-year deal. Disrespectful, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at going back to Jimmy Butler. Jimmy got $20 million coming this upcoming season. And then uh, he got a player option for 20, uh, 2019 to 2020. He got a player option for 19. He can opt out after this season. And it, that's it. So I think Jimmy, Jimmy and Kyrie, and Kyrie is, huh, he can opt out after this season also. Yeah, I, I believe he will. Ooh-wee. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe he will, and I think Danny Ainge, he'll, he'll be fine because the, the youth movement at Boston, I think they set. Yeah. And uh, we also touched on uh, Marcus Smart being upset that he hasn't been contacted. As a, uh, as a GM, would you call Marcus Smart? Oh, Definitely. He, you know, hard nose defense in your face, play hard every night. Oh yeah, I will call him. And he he he's not gonna command very much. He only made four mil last year, but he's not gonna command too much. I don't think he's gonna command over seven to eight. No. Nah, you can get him for a few seasons. Yeah, for about for for about that amount, seven to eight. And then we also touched on uh my. Beloved, but hurtful Chicago Bulls um, matching the offer sheet of the Kings for Zach Levine. Oh, they did and match? It, yes. Four years, $78 million they match. I personally don't like this deal. Uh, me neither. 
And I was telling Junie, I said, Junie, give me, if anybody, and I, I say it again, anybody can tell me what Zach Levine has done in this league that uh, 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 that he could expect 78, even 80 million, which was, was reported first over four years. That's 20 million a year. What have you done? Ah. Yeah, you do number one, two dunk contests and then tell your ACL. That's it. And I'm looking at the at the Bulls now. Uh, the the Bulls, <laughs> you got uh, who man? The biggest contract we have so far is uh Cristiano Felicio. Yeah. And jeez, well, you say those things. You say them names so smooth. <laughs> you hear it called so much, so you know it. it, it, it that's why it just it just kind of like rolls. But he's owed thirty two million dollars for and for the next. He got a four year deal, thirty two million. He's our highest paid player annually. Well, I'm sorry for duration of contract, but you're paying Robin Lopez fourteen million. Omir Sheet is getting eleven million next year. Wow. What? Yes. And then now you're getting ready to pay Zach Levine eighteen million. Like, are you serious? But it's gonna be some angry teammates, man. Oh my god. But you're you're studying the growth of Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn's only getting four million, and he's he's gonna be one of the best point guards in the league. Uh Lori Markin, he's only getting four. And I love I, I I didn't like too much about Lori. Until I seen some highlights of him after we drafted, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be pretty daggone good." Uh, we still got Cameron Payne coming back. I like Denzel Valentine. Uh, I think that's Horace Grant's son, Jerry and Grant. He's coming back. Uh, this is last year his deal. Bobby Portis. They talk about trading Bobby Portis. I mean, these guys are not really making a whole bunch of money, but they paid the money to the wrong people. That's right. Yes, they did. Um, I know, I told Judy this earlier, I said, I'm, it's frustrating being a Washington Wizard fan, but it's very frustrating being a daggone Chicago Bull fan. <laughs> I, don't get me wrong, I love John Paxson. When John Paxson was the GM and he was running this team by himself. I loved it because that's when we had the baby bulls. You had your captain, Kirk Heinrich. You had the draft and the Derrick Rose. You, you scratched the diamond out of the rough for Jimmy Butler. You know, we brung in Nazi Mohammed. We brung in these guys that fit this concept. But now it's like, okay, you got Golf Foreman up there with you. What are y'all doing? What are you doing? You're messing up everything. We went from being number one in the East for three years in a row to cellar dwellers. I, 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 I can't. I'm getting frustrated just talking about it, and we ain't even close to basketball season. We still got to start football season before that. Yeah. I don't know what they're what they doing in the uh, front office in Chicago, man. Well, I don't know about you, brothers, but if I can get that GM job, I, I know y'all will come and scout with me, right? I, I know I got y'all to scout with me. Oh, yeah, I'm there. I, I, I think we could put something together. I, shoot, we can stay home. We ain't got to leave the state. I say we do it for the daggone Wizards. Yeah. Hey, the, I, I got a quick question for y'all. Mm-hmm. What is the deadline for the for the uh, trade, trade deadline? 
to uh, NBA. NBA? February. Yeah. February. Yeah, February. It, sometimes right before All Star break, sometimes right after. Okay, okay, I take that back. I'm trying to see what what's the deadline for them to get their rosters together before the season start. Uh, mid October, I believe. Because uh, you got training camp in, the, in September, preseason October. You got to get everything down to uh, 15 by, shoot, third week of October. Okay, 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 bet. Okay, that's what's up. So, well, let's go ahead and <sighs> we didn't we didn't rant and rave a, a lot, and we just kind of winged it tonight, fellas, so. Let's go ahead and give our great uh, our salutations and our greetings and call it a night. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, so thank you. All. I'm sorry, BJ couldn't get back with us. You know, I enjoyed the show, KG. You no, know, Delante, thanks for popping in, coming in. Uh, I enjoyed it, y'all. Right. Man, go ahead, KG. Oh man, I, I just want to tell y'all straight up, I I, I loved it. I, I wish BJ could have been in here because I, I know he would have been right there because he, he knows the frustration it feels and everybody that's a Wizard fan know the frustration I feel as a as a, a Bulls fan. So I, I wish him and Jim could have been in here. So a little bit of good news before we leave. Uh, breaking news from Out of Bounds. We've been picked up by Spotify. You can hear us on Spotify now as well as uh, right here on Anchor. Radio Public, Breaker, Castbox. <laughs> BJ ain't gonna like this, but you can hear us on the Google Podcast app, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, we're on Instagram, OOB Show Podcast 4. I'm sorry, OOB Show Podcast on Instagram, OOB Show Podcast 4 on Twitter. Out of Bounds Podcast on Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with us by email, it's oobshowpodcast at gmail.com. Junie, let them know about Scott's mobile detailing. If you want to get that car clean, give me a call. 757-218-9453. I will come to you, clean it up for you, and shine it up for you while you sit back, drink a cup of tea. You know what? That sounds pretty goddamn good. I keep saying I'm going to call you. I just been working a lot. Junior, I got to call you. I, my baby need to be clean. Hey, as a matter of fact, I wish BJ was here. BJ, you listening? I come clean your car tomorrow, man, so you feel better. Free just for you, babe. Hey, you know, <laughs> whew, whew, whew. I think I feel a little bad, too. That, ooh. But I don't, I don't care if you do it for free. I know you do good work. That's why I need you to come do it. I, hey, look, I want to pay. I, I'm good. I, I need you. I need you. You know that work going to be good. So for Delonte, Junie, Jim, BJ, and myself, KG, we will see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. Peace. Good weekend, y'all.